Do you ever get tired of the same old boring news? Do you ever wish the news was very nearly funny? I know we did. Hi, I'm Gene Person. And I'm Greg Person. And that's why we created Anchor Persons. A news podcast. For people who hate the news. By people who hate the news. Every week, we lampoon the laughable thing that journalism has become. We make up facts about your home state. We break stories on the latest in food crime. We take two completely unrelated things and figure out how they're connected. And we keep you informed on the emotional weather. Find Anchor Persons on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or a completely different podcatcher that you prefer. Will you laugh? No. But will you be informed? Also no. Anchor Persons, the only news podcast hosted by persons. Subscribe today. Welcome to Brose. Welcome to Brose. Well, well, welcome to Brose. Hey everybody! Yay! Ooh. Am I bros and rose? Uh. Yeah. videos about frisbees. I'm drinking uh, Ronin, a uh, Bordeaux Rose 2020 by Clinet. Shit, sorry. <laughs> um, I'm drinking Hallmark Channel Blush. Uh, rose. Rose. The podcast for those who drink rose. Shit, we forgot to be funny. It's going to be a big problem. I'm sure uh, Tess can figure something out. Welcome to Brose, the podcast for those who drink rose. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in rose. To my right, Mr. Rich Sweet. Hi, everyone. To my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And no longer in the same room as us is Mr. Tim Hansen, who's not here for any part of this episode uh, as he prepares for his impending move to North Carolina. Can't help but notice that Tim made a big scene about still being on the show and immediately doesn't show up for the next session. <laughs> just, just seems strange. So welcome to Brose, uh, available on all major podcasting platforms. Uh, if you're listening to us now, you know where to find us at this point. The premise of our show is that we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything, and we do it while enjoying a crisp, delicious glass of rosé. So if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, uh, you want to email that to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Before we get to those questions, we got to discuss the wines that we are drinking, or whatever we're drinking this morning, because it's another brosé brunch. Brunch. Rich, what are you drinking? I am drinking this uh, wonderful rosé. It's not really pink colored at all. Uh, it's called a Wawa Cold Brew Ice Coffee. It's got a goose on it. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting. It's very caffeinated. It's yeah. I'm fighting a sinus infection, so I can't drink because of antibiotics. I ran this by a uh, head uh, medical advisor of the show, Jenna, and she said I I could have a glass, but I just decided not to. So yeah, being being responsible. Yeah, being being being. A responsible, mature adult 
not trying to to drink your way through the sinus infection, which is with, bold. Uh, with, I like that. With all the drinking we already do on the show, I don't want to ruin my liver even more yeah, yeah, by yeah. combining <laughs> Just bypassing things. everything. Yeah. Mm. Sean, what are you drinking today? I'm drinking Cataldi Madonna uh, Malandrino. It is a 2020 rosé. It doesn't have any tasting notes, and it is incredibly sweet. It's it's a nice like, if it's good for a brunch, yeah. like a little, a little little juice, yeah, a little juice, <laughs> a little nice. juice to go with your brunch. Nice. Uh, I am drinking Tomasello Winery Shorehouse Rosé. It's a premium semi-dry uh, rosé table wine. Uh, my wife and I were in Historic Smithville last weekend before a wedding at the Renault Winery. Uh, and as we were going through Historic Smithville, there is a outlet there right next to the Tomasello Winery tasting room uh, that sells Tomasello wines. So got a bottle of this, uh, promptly forgot about it when we came back home, left <laughs> it in my wife's trunk for six days. Uh, got it out of the trunk yesterday, put it in the fridge. Uh, it does not taste like it's been in the trunk well, for six is, days. That's good. It is a semi-dry. It is, is a, it is pretty sweet for what they consider to be a semi-dry rosé, but so far, so good. Uh, we'll see how this goes throughout the rest of the session. Nice. Rich, you've got our first round of questions, correct? I do. All right. And again, brosequestions at gmail.com if you want to have your question answered on the air. But uh, what do we got first, Rich? First question. Would you rather have a terrible boss but a great job or a great boss but a terrible job? Good boss, bad job. Bad, bad boss, good job. Yes. Uh, I'm, what do you think, Sean? I think I'd I'd rather have a bad boss but a good job, mm. I think. I think I could deal with, if the job is good, I think I could deal with having a boss that's like a little bit subpar. But I don't know, because at the same time, it's it really can make or break your experience having mm. a bad boss. Like, I've had bad bosses in the past, and it just, it does suck so bad. It makes a good job bad. So, I don't know. I'm I'm going to stick with good job, bad boss, but... It's a very, it's very close. It's not no, yeah. no clear, clear winner on this one for me. Definitely not. I, I think I, I've had the same situation. Like I'm in a pretty good spot right now, where my job's pretty good and my boss is good. Uh, so I, I, I'm, I'm pretty good spot. But I've absolutely had both situations where I've enjoyed the work, hated my boss, and vice versa. Uh, in the past, I think I would go with good boss, bad job though. With the, the sort of the rationale that you were leaning to, that you were hinting at, which is, I don't want the bad personality of my boss to poison the well of how I feel about. Like, if I was doing something I love, but my boss was just an absolute piece of garbage, I don't think I would want the bad... But like, the in my mind, the bad... I would have a hard time separating how much I love the, the line of work that I'm in from the shitty personality and the toxic personality that I'm working with. And I don't want them to poison the well. Uh, so I would rather have a good boss, bad job, because... Yeah, because it's not that. Because it's not poisoning <laughs> the well for me. Mm-hmm. So, how about you, Rich? Uh, it, it depends on the type of bad boss. Because if it's a bad boss because they just, they don't really know what I do, they but they also don't micromanage, they're just like, they have their own stuff and so they worry about their own stuff and let me do my work, then give me the good job bad boss because that's fine. Well, that doesn't sound like a bad boss to me. I, to me, that does kind of seem like a bad boss. If, if the boss can't tell me what I'm doing right or wrong with my job, mm, I guess so. then maybe you shouldn't be in charge of the people that do the kind of work that I do. Like, the boss should know what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it is a bad boss in the terms of micromanaging over your shoulder, ev- like, constantly making you do stuff that you don't know how, not teaching you properly, and forcing overtime whatnot, then give me the bad job with a good boss over the good job with a bad boss. Anytime. Who's the worst boss you guys have ever had? 
When I worked at McDonald's, you don't have to name names necessarily. <laughs> but, uh... Uh, when I worked at McDonald's, um, there was a manager there. Uh, I doubt she listens to this, but we're still friends on Facebook, so I'm still going to name names. Her name was Melinda, and she was just she was one of those like breathe over your shoulder. Everything has to be exactly on point, on par, and like she, but like she didn't really help. She didn't do anything to help the work get done. She just kind of stood there like Mr. Burns style and and just like watched everything but didn't do much to actually help us get things done. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Sean. Um I have there was a boss uh who just it was just never gave me like clear-cut uh deliverables. You know what I mean? So like I never knew what I was doing right or wrong and they would constantly move the goalposts where like I would, uh, they would be like, okay, this stuff is due on this day, but then change, like, I, then I, if I didn't do it, just be like, okay, never mind, it's due a different day, but then, like, go over my head to other people and be like, he's not, he's not, mm-hmm. like, but if you're, if you're, the guidelines. yeah, if you're, if you're constantly changing what is acceptable, obviously, that's what I'm gonna, that's, that's I'm not gonna, yeah. <laughs> I changed the guidelines because I didn't trust him, he's so bad at his yeah, job. Yeah, just, <laughs> It's it's just uh, a a boss that won't talk to you about what you're doing wrong is probably the worst kind of boss. Just like a boss that doesn't give you any feedback, and just just kind of like talk shit on you. <laughs> As opposed to Rich's boss, where like Rich's uh, talked about a theoretical bad boss who does not know what you do. This boss knows what you do and just elects not to give the direct feedback to yeah, you. Exactly. And just decides to talk shit about you to other yeah. people yeah. and upper management. Exactly. Lovely. That's great. great. I think my my worst boss was probably uh, when I worked at the now out of business uh, Italian restaurant Reno's in Exton, uh, <laughs> who they just barely taught me the job. Uh, they 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 yelled at me for not having pride in my work because of like minor things, like not like there's a hers chip bag that was slightly crooked on my last day, so they told me I didn't take pride in my work. Like, yeah, that, yeah, I'm leaving. <laughs> going back to college, so I don't have to be here anymore. It's, uh, it's my last day. I'm not gonna take pride in anything on my last day. Yeah, you made me vacuum the entire goddamn restaurant, and everybody else went home early. So, uh, so I, I had uh, my issues with them, and uh, that was about it, though. I, I've had a pretty good run of luck. It was basically when I've worked in either like food service or retail was when I had like the worst bosses. Everybody else has had like at minimum like a modicum of professionalism to mm-hmm. them. So, mm-hmm. uh, what's next, Rich? Uh, next question: Would you rather have a job? Where you talk to people all day, or a job where you stay at your desk by yourself all day. This is interesting because I've had both. Uh, my current job is a little less chatty than other jobs I've had, and I do like it. But I also think that I'm more engaged and I get more out of my day when I am on my feet or talking to people all the time. So I guess I'm going to go with the first one, even though I enjoy. The times where I can just sit back, listen to some music, and get my my stuff done. Um, so, but I will go with the the talkative one. Yeah. How about mm-hmm. how about you, Sean? I think uh, this is hard because right now my job is very much just sit in my cubicle. Everyone leaves me alone, and I do my work. But I do, and I but I do like I find myself missing when I was working in like retail, and I got to in- engage with people all the time. Mm-hmm. So I think. 
right now, just because I'm missing that, I'd rather have one where I'm like talking to people all the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. But that's just right now because that's what I'm missing. Right. I think it could go either way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One or the other. I yeah. mean, it's, 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 if I, if I was, if I was working in retail and talking to people all the time, I know how emotionally exhausting that can be. Yeah. Cause it, you, they really bring out the idiots. Test in case anybody's wondering, someone's at our front door. Uh, <laughs> as communicated to everybody. Uh, I don't know who that could possibly be. Um, so basically, it's like what you you just want what you don't have. Exactly, it's yeah. the grass is always greener situation. Yeah. How about you, Rich? Yeah, it's, it's it's the same for me. Like my previous job, I like I'd be able to get up and go talk to anybody, or if I had questions, I'd be able to get up and go talk to someone. But working from home now, I really only have my sister to talk to, and so I'm like, there are times where I'm just like, I just want to. I just want to have a conversation, but me and my sister don't really talk about much. Hmm. So like, I'm, I'm just, I'm missing that like ability to just talk to someone and take a quick break and talk to someone. Yeah. So I like right now I would rather be in a situation where like I'm talking things through and figuring out how things get done. Mm -hmm. But I I do really like my quiet time where I'm just listening to music and busting tasks out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, I think, the talking all day is hard because you're facing at that point you're probably not talking to the same person or the mm-hmm. same type of people all day so you're putting on a bunch of different faces a bunch of different tones talking to a bunch of different audiences so that would be challenging but also my day just crawls if I don't talk to anybody like mm-hmm. it, it, it crawls I, I feel less engaged like mm-hmm. I will I will take the the chattiness and the nonsense and having to like you know, hobnob with the muckety mucks up in, in in the executive suite or whatever, or or just other people who I work with or direct reports. Like, give me that. I'll I'll do the chatting up and and having that personal engagement. Uh, what is next, Rich? Uh, next is uh, would you rather be a famous celebrity or live like a hermit? A lot of solitary uh, stuff in this. <laughs> Is, shut the is, fuck is, up all day or be alone. Is, is Mary trying to tell us something? Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, you got, guys, get out of the house. <laughs> It'd be great if Mary had suddenly turned into like a complete COVID skeptic without telling any of us. <laughs> like, just like, get out there. You got to live your life. <laughs> We're all going to die someday anyway, so just go. Yeah, yeah it's not com- even that bad. I mean, <laughs> people get worse reaction from the vaccine. Yeah, yeah. It's just the flu. <laughs> Which. This question from Sperio Spy and like, why are you guys such cowards about the like, COVID nineteen virus? Speaking about like, it's just a flu. I remember back early pandemic where I was one of those. The flu kills more people, people, and then oh nope, now I'm just a hermit in my house. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be fine. It'll be okay. I was. I was. It'll be fine. It's not going to be that bad kind of people. Well, it also. But it, then we, our history of pandemics here was like the last real bad one we had was swine flu, and it yeah. was like bad, but not like it was infinitesimal compared to what we're dealing with now. And so mm-hmm. every time there's a big pandemic worldwide or any time of illness worldwide, like oh, SARS, uh, bird flu swine flu it's like oh whatever it's not gonna get here and it did yeah and it did <laughs> uh anyway so hermit or celebrity right yes You're famous celebrity or a hermit dude i'm an asshole i'll be a celebrity <laughs> like get, give me get everybody looking at me I, I would probably eventually hate it because it would be like one of those like every move scrutinized i become one of those people who try to like get people to relate to my celebrity problems where it's just like you can't go anywhere without like TMZ coming up to you and you know asking you like where you took your last shit and you know doing stuff like that uh, and and people would just hate me after a while I would have a problem with that eventually 
but I don't want to be a hermit. I, I don't have the capacity to do that and be healthy for an extended period of time. See, I would be the opposite celebrity. I'd be the one who's like, oh, yeah, you can't go anywhere without TMZ coming asking you where you took your last shit, which mine was over at that rest stop down the street over there. <laughs> just telling everybody. Yeah, I just like, yeah, I'm an open book. Right, you you want to know? Here it is. Yeah, here's the unfiltered, rich, sweet. <laughs> but then you get the opposite problem because everybody's like, oh, God, this guy just loves the camera. Everything's about him. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's, People are going to hate you no matter what kind oh, yeah. of celebrity you are. Oh, absolutely. But that's like, that's the joy of being the celebrity is like, yeah. you're going to be hated and then you just, you just fuck with the haters. You fuck with, with the, the haters. haters. Dude, always fuck with the haters. <laughs> the official mantra of the Brosey podcast. Sean, would be a hermit or a celebrity? I reluctantly, I'm going to go with celebrity only because I know being a hermit would be so bad for my mental health. Just like <laughs> being alone for that amount of time. Sean like turn of the Unabomber. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah. Like, who knows what kind of fucking thoughts are going to go through yeah. my head if I'm alone all the time. Yeah. I'd rather be constantly scrutinized. <laughs> <laughs> just so like, just you're going to have like, you're gonna find your cabin and just. A lo- you're, in, you're gonna have a manifesto the way that uh, the Unabomber, not Unabomber, did, uh, but it's just gonna be scribbled on the walls of your cabin. Yeah, it's just absolutely lunatic just stuff. Freaking yarn everywhere. They're yeah. all watching you. Yeah. You're, you're gonna be the Charlie yeah. Day meme. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> your kitchen floor just has a big one. It's all so simple. <laughs> and, then, and then COVID just written across everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I reluctantly. I would rather be, uh, yeah. rather have people all up in my business, just because I know I can't do that. I can't be alone that long. <laughs> no, you know, go crazy. Like yeah. that's the thing. Like you don't. The, hermits are not socially adjusted because there's no society to to adjust them. Yeah. You're not going to. You're not realizing that like, you know, your your kookabook thoughts or you know, you're just you're not you're not brought back into the middle a little bit. You're you're not brought to zero. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess we'll all be, and we'll have the opposite problem. Where it's like everybody's just blowing smoke up our asses, and then <laughs> uh, we'll become deranged in a different way. Yeah, uh, Rich, what do we got next? Uh, would you rather pick up painting or sewing? Painting. I don't have the fine motor skills for sewing. I sewed one mask at the beginning of the pandemic, and it is. <laughs> It was hideous. It <laughs> fell apart very quickly. Uh, I got like two grocery store trips out of it, and uh, it sucked. So I, I simply do not have the patience of the fine motor skills for sewing. Um, whereas with painting, even if I fuck something up, I give you it's art. <laughs> yeah, it's art. It's outside the lines. Yeah, it's yeah. Ha- heavy accidents. There's always trees. Yeah, yeah. It's always yeah. It's, it looks it looks ugly because you're too stupid to figure it out. <laughs> I'm painting this beautiful cityscape. Oops, here's a tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a single tree in the middle of a city. It's actually a social uh, social commentary. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Congratulations, now I'm a political yeah. artist. It's it's like those modern arts where it's like, oh, mm. it's just a dumped over bucket with the paint dripping down from it. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, here we go. I can I you, can be artist. You know, one person at your expo is like, it just looks like you kind of like screwed this one up and are trying to pass it off as art. It's like, that's what I wanted you to think. <laughs> playing right into my hands. That's exactly it. <laughs> Sean, would you be cool. rather uh, sew, take up sewing or painting? Um... Probably painting for the same reasons that I don't have that that pa- the patience. Sewing, like because painting, you can just kind of do whatever you want yeah. within reason, and it's like it could be considered art. Whereas sewing, it's like it's it's a yes or no. You either did it or you did not do it. Yeah, <laughs> you either are good. You either have made a mask. Yeah, yeah. or you've put the, you've 
you have just some fabric. Yeah, or you need like a gi- giant, like jagged fabric that like would give it got me like a C minus in home ec. Exactly, like, it's, it's one or the other. Yeah, Rich, uh, I've actually have sewn before and kind of know the basics of sewing because I used to cosplay. Uh, what I want now is painting for painting minis and things like that for D and D. So I want to better myself with painting. I want to learn painting. Um, I'm just I don't. I, I have I can design but I just can't art so like mm. when I think about painting I'm like my hands aren't steady and everything I'm like I know what I want I just don't know how I can do it properly okay mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's, it, it, it is boy it takes a lot to to become like I, I tried drawing in high school and mm-hmm. I just again uh, neither one of these are things that I'd be good at but I, I tried like I had a couple of drawing books at home and I tried it and I just you know you're you when know, I'm I was a dumbass fourteen year old didn't have the patience for it and I was just like I'm bad at it I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna go play basketball. <laughs> so. Yeah. Did, did you guys ever have like a go to drawing that you would always draw or doodle if like you had spare time minus penises? Don't include penises in this. I wasn't going to, but that <laughs> seems like a tell by you, right? <laughs> uh, I, just like that cube. Like you, you, know, oh, you draw in like this like uh you know like your trapper keeper in school. Like I just draw that like oh I drew something in three D and it's cube. Uh so. That's about mm-hmm. all I can. I, I really cannot draw yeah. at all. How yeah. about you? We got the cool S. The oh, cool the, oh, the S, diamond yeah, S. I never, I never got around to the diamond <laughs> S thing. It's a little too, a little too, uh, two hundred one level for me. Rich, <laughs> for me, I would always, and it's the dumbest thing. I could probably still draw it now to the same kind of artistic abilities I did in in elementary school. It was always this uh, bipedal square giant robot shooting shooting missiles at a building <laughs> it was okay. like it was a giant bipedal square base robot like i don't know it's just i, I liked sci-fi that much back then that i always drew like giant robots but it was like yeah. all he had was cannons on on his arms mm-hmm. and and just it's weird yeah it was the weirdest thing but i always drew that i drew big boxy humans i i, I remember in middle school i tried drawing like a superhero and it was this guy that shot electricity out of his hands and it was just big blocky textures and like shoes that like kind of look like you just like took a square and shaved off like <laughs> the one sliver over here and it says oh it's rounded as his foot uh yeah but that's mm. Mm, that's about as far as i got yeah it's no uh no philly art museum exhibit for me what's next rich uh next question is would you rather have no elbows or no knees <laughs> this, is a, this is no elbows for sure for me uh easy answer because my elbows just wear out the the sleeves of my shirts uh and it would just be stiff arms all the time which i eventually figure out how to handle uh the knees although actually there's a lot of problems that you can get with knees because there's just so many random cartilage down there and like having one of them torn fucks mm-hmm. up your running and, and like fucks up your walking <sighs> that's the thing if it you don't have it. knees you can't run but you can just not super effectively. Yeah. You probably break your femur eventually, like just like this stiff. Yeah, well, I mean, stiff we've all pretended not to have knees. True. Like, let's just yeah, start true. There. We, I, I've never pretended not to have elbows. Yeah. Mm. But I've pretended not to have. And knees. And then you try to go up the stairs without knees. Yeah, I, th- I think I would stick with the no elbows thing, for that reason. Because also, that's like a public speaking thing. Is like you're supposed to like bend your knees slightly if you're setting up at a podium and giving a presentation or something like that. Because otherwise. Like having the the locked knees like gets you lightheaded because it like fucks up with your circulation mm. of your blood. So uh, I would not want that. 
and I'd just pass out every time I give a presentation. <laughs> uh and i would want to be able to like jog or like i don't know run to safety and then because at that point like like let's let's pretend somebody's attacking you for example and like you got to run away from them but if they catch up to you like you can't run away without the knees but if they're they're attacking you then you've got these big stiff arms and you just, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, helicopter smack them club, like ab- like absolute club absolute club them exactly yeah yeah it's like zangief it's yeah just, like, you stand out and just <laughs> do the lariat <laughs> yeah do a lariat <laughs> Uh, all right, are you guys going with no knees or no elbows? I have a stupid logistical question that I know is really dumb. Your but... knees are in your legs. <laughs> okay, that's what I was... No. If if it's no elbows, is it straight arms or could we could we be a bent arm? I don't think you'd be, be a bent arm because it? that's the function of the elbow. Yeah. I think you've got to be straight arms. You've got to be straight arms. Look, I... You never know. You just got maybe like your... one gigantic bone. Maybe your, <laughs> maybe your bones like grafted as like a, uh, a boomerang. And like as long as I can just... Hold a controller comfortably, but like mm. I don't think holding a controller like this oh, you could. would be comfortable. You can make it happen like, for sure. Well, it's uncomfortable now because yeah. you're using your elbows to straighten your arms, but you yeah. don't have that problem. Yeah, it's true. Just... You're not using those extra muscles to keep your arms straight. Yeah, they just are. It's straight. just it's always straight, and you'd be used to it. And Rich, you got um, you're you're trying to build up your your streaming platform now. You've been doing these video game streams. What better way to attract attention than being like Rich, the no elbowed gamer? And True. just just getting getting people to look and like look watch how I I'm gonna destroy Monster I, Hunter now with no elbows. I wouldn't be be beat that speed runners. I wouldn't be be walnuts. I'd be uh, be no elbows. Be no elbows, baby. Um, see, yeah, because sitting with hook. sitting with your legs stuck straight just would not be like this is your legs would always be up and people yeah. tripping over your legs all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'd have to go with no elbows. No elbows is I think the right answer in this. Yeah, it's gotta be. I think it's it's the most practical one. Uh, and it's also the most hilarious one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's next, Rich? Next one is: Would you rather have ten dogs or no dogs at all? Jesus. Uh, ten no, dogs or no dogs at all? No, no yeah. dogs is is my answer. I love dogs. <laughs> I love dogs. I have two, and that's almost too many. Yeah. So no, I'd rather have no dogs than ten dogs. I'm not trying to get a be a, like a pack leader around here. <laughs> Dude, you crush the Iditarod, though. <laughs> you would. You <laughs> would. Yeah. That, 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 it's a lifestyle choice. If you have 10 dogs, you have to tur- you, you that becomes your life is the dogs. And so it is a matter of like whether you you want to put in the time or or the effort to make that part of your life. So if you want to just move to Alaska and turn them into and now the problem is is what kind of dog you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like are you talking right. like 10 chihuahuas? Are you talking about 10 golden retrievers or you have like a mix? Yeah. A couple of them. That's the, that's the, like that, that's the thing. Like if if you're giving me ten little mm-hmm. uh, ankle biters, no, 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 th- no, no, thank you at all. But if you're giving me ten goldens or ten mm-hmm. uh, corgis or something, you know what? I'd be down for that. You get but, two of each. You get two like Great Danes, two goldens, and you just like have like two columns, and you have all to sit on top of each other, and then you turn it into like a circus act. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the flying dog brothers or something. <laughs> I don't know how to name circus acts. <laughs> they're all it's all brothers. <laughs> they're all they're all flying. If you're not fraternal, if you're not like if you're not brothers, you cannot. And they're always flying. Absolutely, you're yeah. absolutely correct. You're flying brothers of all kinds. No sisters and absolutely no grounded sisters running any sort of circus for sure. Um, but anyway, I'm sorry, Rich. Uh, but for me, it it like if. If I'm living in my current house, if the question is right now living in my current house, no dogs. But if it's I have a farm, ten dogs. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Yeah, it, it is. A, I think it absolutely comes down to whether or not you're willing to make a complete lifestyle shift for the 10 dogs. My answer is no. Uh, I'm not willing to do that. I have two cats. I'm very happy with them. They are good boys, except when they're not. And uh, they wouldn't deal well with 10 dogs just roaming around the house. Like it <laughs> suddenly turns into like a constant like like predator situation, like just, just having to hide all the time. So mm. um, I will say no, but I will say that there is absolutely a, a several great cases to be made for yes. Yeah, I just am not willing to do it. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So ten, right. but ten dogs at that point—that's your life. Yeah, that's that's what you're doing. Like you don't have a job. Your job you is you have to turn that into your source of income too. Yeah, like yeah. You, you, those dogs, those dogs have to pay the rent. Yeah, at some point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and you know they're not going to help do the dishes. So oh, for damn sure, no, 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 no. The dogs are lazy. I mean, they they'll clean their plates, but that's about the closest they're going to get. Exactly. Uh, how many we got left, Rich? We got Dose. Dose? Okay. Dose. All right. Uh, uh, all right. What do, we, what do we got next? Would you... No, it's actually not a would you rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> when have you felt the biggest adrenaline rush? Boy, the biggest adrenaline rush. Mm. My wife and I went parasailing a couple weeks ago. And that was kind of an adrenaline rush because I don't like heights. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was an adrenaline rush and, and a fight or flight uh, <laughs> sense. Uh, but I survived, and but I don't know if that's the biggest adrenaline rush I've ever had. Anything come to mind for you guys? I when I was younger and used to skateboard, I would we would find the biggest hills that we could and just go down them like idiots, uh, just full fully reckless abandon. Mm. Um, I remember one time, I uh, I was at Pennypack Park. And we found this huge hill, and it was right after it had rained. And I we went down this giant hill, and at the bottom was just mud, and like idiots, like we're just, <laughs> we're on skateboards. Yeah. And I remember having to, I remember hitting the mud, the skateboard just fully fishtailing out from under me, and just eating shit <laughs> straight through the mud. But I remember feeling like. I am alive. <laughs> you know? I'm unstoppable. Yeah, I mean, I didn't get hurt because I just slid across the mud, and but it was just like, yeah. but I just, <laughs> yeah, I am invincible. Yeah, yeah, that's, a, a that's good. That's a good one. Yeah, as a kid, you're much more willing to like just go balls out and take like huge bodily risks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all gonna heal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rich, what's the biggest adrenaline rush you've had? Um. The only one I can really think of was uh, uh, for uh, get the music ready for Timmy's mm-hmm. um, uh, bachelor party. I, I'll, yeah. I'll wait for you to set it up. Oh, it's gonna take like four hours. You gotta start <laughs> this part of this this uh, this story real quick. Uh, it's it was for uh, Timmy's bachelor party, mm-hmm. and we went paintballing. Tim's wife probably won't appreciate us playing this song over like one of his like pre-wedding. <laughs> like, yep, this is it. <laughs> Last time Tim was a true man. Anyway, but we we went uh, we went paintballing, and the last uh, thing we did, there was a group of guys, like five guys, who wanted who were like, "Oh, we're the men of men, and we want to be the best, and so we want to be in the middle of the castle and have everyone." Oh attack yeah, I remember us. those guys. And so like we stormed the castle, and that was like. The most fun, but the most adrenaline rushing thing, because like, I was just sitting there, just shouting at everyone. You go here, you go there, you do this, you do that, and just like, I just like, I went from down and like done to I'm ready to keep going. Let's do this. 
I remember we got mowed down by those guys. We they did were way we, better than we us. did. <laughs> but it was like that was that so, rush. That was so fun though. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like pretty much any other time I've gone paintballing, it's you, you get into it, you're all nervous, and you're like, I don't know, I don't know. And then they they blow the whistle to go the first time. She's like, All right, go. And it's the only time I ever really run. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, Oh, this is great. This is great. This yeah. is exciting. Ow. Ow. Okay, I'm out. Out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Paintball, paintballs definitely gets a rise out of you. I don't know if I've got anything beyond the pair. I mean, I, I, I used to ride scooters when I was a kid, and there was a big hill. Mm-hmm. Similar to Sean, I ate shit uh, on a scooter, <laughs> but I don't know if I had adrenaline going during that time. Um, roller coasters? Any yeah, roller coaster that you can like, think of? I mean, of? The, the Hershey Park has good ones. Storm Runner is a great one. Mm-hmm. So I guess, I guess Hershey Park Storm Runner is a great pick. Because uh, there's that, that jolt at the beginning where they don't have they don't like they don't have that long incline up to the top with the chain and everything they just fire you out of mm-hmm. the uh, of the station. Um, that one's good. Um, I, you know what you know about this? Uh, I when when I've done Tough Mudder, uh, there is a there is a section like two thirds three quarters of the way through in most races. Where you have to get on, like, I don't know how high it is, but it's very high up in the air. And you just have to jump into, like, this gigantic mud pool, essentially. It's not a mud pool, but it's very muddy water because everybody's Mm -hmm. dirty as hell and jumping into this pool. And so, like, getting up and knowing that I have to jump into this thing, I'm tired. I, I, but, and I'm not like, I, I don't know how this is gonna go. It's probably gonna be fine, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm like, oh, here we go, and they're, and they're they're like moving you along because they want more people to get through this obstacle and keep the race going, mm-hmm. and so um, and so I that 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 brings me an adrenaline rush a lot of the time when I've done those mm-hmm. is just like jumping off and being like, oh my god. Also, I think it's the only part of the race where somebody has actually died. Oh. So uh, <laughs> because there was one time, I want to say this like seven or eight years ago at this point where somebody. They actually used to call it, when you signed a waiver for Tough Mudder, it used to be called a death waiver. It would be like, this is in case you die. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> and then someone actually died and they had to rename it because somebody <laughs> dove into the big pool and uh, they didn't, like, they usually have to give you an all clear before the next wave comes in. They failed to, that somebody didn't give the all clear in time. Somebody jumped up and, like, got this Oof. person in the head and they just fell unconscious and drowned. Uh, so I ran the race a few times after that happened. <laughs> so, uh, so I was like, okay, I mean, this is the one place where somebody's actually bitten, yeah. uh, on this race. So, uh, that, that's a good one. I, I will, I will say that one because mm-hmm. it's just the, it's jumping from a high height. It's, it's your, your sense is already a little bit battered a little bit, but I will go with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, adrenaline. I can also remember the first time I rode Dueling Dragons at Universal. Mm. it's such a good ride because it's two roller coasters combined twisted into one and it's it's so fun and i just remember the first time i rode it it was like early on when i wasn't really a big roller coaster guy and i'm like you know what i just have to this is senior trip i just have to do it mm-hmm. and it was just like it was such a blast any of those elevated drop rides too like the tower of terror like uh it, where mm-hmm. it's just like you're up in the air and then at some point you're just gonna fall like, yeah, very yeah. fast. <laughs> uh, th- those are good ones for adrenaline as well. Yeah. Uh, what's our last question then, Rich? Uh, do you know what time it is? 
I do. Is it time for you to get a watch? Oh, Tess, take um, take that joke and put it at the beginning, uh, <laughs> so that people are thinking we're being funny at the beginning. Of the show. Uh, anyway, Rich, please continue. It's twelve sixteen, but also known as the roadshow time. Hi, right, everybody. We got some addendums here. Uh, as you all know at this point, the Antiques Roadshow guessing game is the game that's sweeping the nation. It's America's game. And uh, and the object is very simple. We ha take a look at an Antiques Roadshow item, and we try to guess what that item is, what its function is, and how much it is worth. So, Sean O'Brien, what are we looking at here? What are we looking at here? That is a good question. Like a toolbox, maybe? It's, with some... With some, like, tinctures? Yeah. It's like a, like a, almost like a test tube. Like these look, it almost looks like a, like a pharmacist box. But it's not really clear what I don't know. There's like there's like a test tube looking John. There's like a it could be makeup. Look. Could be like old makeup. Yeah, I flipped over. Uh, looks like moose swab is written on the side of this one that's in tan. <laughs> uh, so this is definitely medical for sure. <laughs> definitely gotta get that moose swab. We're we're leaning towards like Oregon Trail level treatments here. Uh, your moose swab and your spearmint, and your activated charcoal. Mm -hmm. Um. I don't know. Um, I guess this is probably a pharmacist box of some sort. What do you think, Rich? Yeah, it's some sort of uh, medical... Um, uh, uh, like, maybe, honestly, might be more of like a snake oil salesman kit. Like, might be fake stuff. Could be. But, like, it might be from someone famous. Hmm. Um, a famous snake oil salesman. Ooh. Yeah, a famous, like, scam artist or whatever from back in the day. Professor Harold Hill of pharmaceuticals <laughs> uh all right i i could i could say i mean because especially moose swab i yeah. mean uh let's see all right so let's stick with uh, i'm sticking with medication or, or old-timey yeah. like 1860s pharmaceuticals uh sean what do you think this is worth it doesn't look like it's in great condition but it seems like it's because it's so old mm -hmm. so i'm gonna go with this is worth two thousand dollars it is very old looking uh beaten up box it is i am having a hard time conjuring up what the value like why it would be valuable like because it just looks like garbage yeah it's just it's, it's it looks like something out. you'd find in your attic like that you nobody's touched for 50 years and you're just like okay here's just some stuff yeah i'm gonna undercut you by a little bit and i'm gonna say 1500 Mm -hmm. I'm gonna and and this was in my head before you said it. I was gonna go with fourteen hundred. <laughs> okay, I, I know. I totally believe. I, you. I, I swear it was. I was like, I believe that you conjured up that specific number, <laughs> non five hundred interval value. Uh, all right, fifteen fourteen hundred. That's fine. Uh, all right, so fourteen hundred, fifteen hundred, two thousand for maybe complete bullshit box of of medications. Um, all right, Sean, do you want to do? Some brose players with me? Yeah. All right. Uh, you'll be the guest or the appraiser? We got Shorty this week. Oh. I'll be the guest. All right. I'll be the appraiser. And action. It's for in case you get like a snake bite or something. Uh, yeah. And who did it belong to? My great-grandfather. You know what's good about this kit? Is that it's really complete. It's even got the original directions on how to use it. These are medical collectibles and they become very, very popular. Will you be surprised if I tell you it's worth about $100? I don't know that. No? Isn't that great? Yeah. <laughs> and see. One hundo. I win. Rich wins. 
this cheap ass fourteen hundred dollar bed. I promise you, I like as Sean was saying two thousand. Like my head when Sean said two thousand, I was I was thinking seventeen hundred. I believe. But you. Then he said two thousand. I was like, all right, I'll go to fourteen hundred. Sure. I, I wonder what the moose swab is used for in a snake bite. Yeah. Um. I guess that does make sense because functionally none of this shit is worth anything. Like you can't you can't treat a snake bite with any of this today yeah. in the year of our Lord two thousand twenty one or whenever so, this was appraised. So like that 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 uh, the clear one that doesn't have the cap on it, that probably be to suck out the poison. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um. Maybe the uh, the other tube with the, like the black lid. Maybe that's pointed to make the the holes bigger to help pull that out. Where is the horn that you sound to make the snake scared and go away? Um, that's a great question. See, maybe that's why it's only worth a hundred bucks. Yeah, there's no horn. Can't scare away that snake without that uh, that snake scaring horn. There's no snake horn. Not my my mom and pa always told me. Yeah, <laughs> you bring a horn around with you, the rattlers will go away. <laughs> that's a thing that they always said. Anyway, uh, that's all we had, right, Rich? Yeah, that's it. That was the last question for. Does anyone have a closing thought or a take that they'd like to wrap this bad boy up with? I mean, I could do one if, if, if no one has one. It's just something... That... I have one, but it's not timely until a few weeks from now. So, yeah, go sense. right ahead. Uh, I, I actually mentioned this before we started recording. Uh, and it's not good. It's not a... It's just one that I'm just, like, kind of overseeing. So, I'm not going to really expand it too much. But do we really need everything bagel seasoning anymore? Like, at all, even. Like, <laughs> I... Everything bagels are good. But, like, do we really need the seasoning to, like... Put in, say, like, my Wawa burrito bowl or some shit mm-hmm. like that. Like, yeah. give me the everything bagel. I don't need the seasoning. I don't need the rest of it. No everything bagels. <laughs> That's all. Like, No everything burritos. Why, why did everything bagel seasoning get so big? It seems to be a recent thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've, I've definitely only started noticing it over the last, like, month or so. Uh, did we miss a trend? I is think the birthday so. podcast a little bit behind the times on this? I think so. I think there was there was this this explosion of everything bagel seasoning mm-hmm. and I I've I've noticed it for like a few months and this has been something that I've just been like I don't I don't need that. Like mm. I don't. I've I have long held the opinion and I only recently changed my mind on this that the everything bagel was actually bad. Like in capital mm-hmm. letters like no, 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 not a good bagel. <laughs> like I'd rather just have like a like a salt bagel if I'm going mm-hmm. savory. Or, frankly, like a cinnamon raisin bagel if I'm getting a sweet kind. Yeah. Only recently have I changed my tune on the everything bagel. And I, I don't know, just my palate's changed as I've gotten mm-hmm. older. In my honest opinion, the Philly pretzel, Philly soft pretzel factory everything pretzels, worst pretzels they've got. Garbage! Trash. Yeah. <laughs> Take your pretzel and shove it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it seems like the everything bagel seasoning is going the way of pumpkin spice that's the, that's the exact yeah. comparison i was gonna make yeah. Well, yeah where it's just like every there's just gonna be for a while everything bagel season everything bagel mm-hmm. brand everything yeah. yeah and then every month is an everything month yeah and then they're gonna just kind of it'll die down yeah yeah, yeah I, I i can see that like it's just this is the swell of, of mm-hmm. stuff and like because that's the thing like pumpkin spice i at least can see because you're, you associate that with a season and people are like because because there's the, the the season creep now, uh, a because we're all gonna melt down and die in like twenty years, but yeah. also uh, the season creep because people are just excited to start celebrating the holidays in August, and so you're starting to see you know like the pumpkin spice lattes come back earlier, and that I get because it's associated with a time of year. It's like it's almost you know fall time, it's mm-hmm. almost October, and everything like that. 
Whereas maybe I just don't know the history of the spice blend behind the everything bagel, <laughs> but it's not like, oh, it's March. Yeah. Time yeah. for the everything bagel. I've, I've And I've never just thought to myself, like, I'm going to go get some rice and put everything bagel seasoning Got in it. it. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that is a weird... Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. going to have a quinoa bowl with red wine vinegar and everything bagel seasoning. Red velvet everything cake. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the worst cream cheese of all time. <laughs> uh, it's a good take. Yeah. yeah. Any other thoughts on the everything? Anyone want to jump in with a like a spice-related take? <laughs> yeah. Since we're in the hot takes section of the show, just get spicy Let's with talk it. about the yeah. British East India Company. <laughs> maybe maybe the Anchor Persons podcast wants to do a food crimes and say, actually, everything bagel seasoning is really good, and they can correct wow. me on this. Who knows? Well, actually, with Greg and Gene. <laughs> All right, uh, good take, Rich. If people want to see any more of your everything bagel takes on Twitter, where can they find you? At B underscore Walnuts. How about you, Sean? At Hey, it's SOB. Tim Hansen is on Twitter at Tim R. Hansen, and I'm on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. Uh, the podcast is on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at Brose podcast, and it's on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. You can find our show and listen, subscribe, rate, review anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold. Uh, and if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, you can email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien, who compiles our questions, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. Uh, you can find Shannon's work on uh, Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or on Etsy.com, to Tess Riley, who edits our show, and to Steven Siebert's uh, When. Uh, I thank the song specifically and not Steven this week. <laughs> uh, Steve, Steve, you did a good job. Uh, our theme music is When by Steven Siebert, and you can find his work at the Free Music Archive. All right, it's time for plugs, everyone. Rich, what do you got going on? Uh, Twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts. You can watch me uh, stream video games Monday through Thursday from generally 7 to 10 o'clock. I've been playing Returnal and Monster Hunter Stories. That's usually what my rotation is right now. Uh, You can also check out PodQuest, the nerdy talk show that we have, as well as the upcoming um, bonus action tabletop podcast with me and Sean and a bunch of other friends. We're playing D&D. That's all through the OneQuest network and... You can go to just onequest.com for the RSS feeds and stuff. Podcast Kingpin, Rich Sweeten yeah. here. Just like, yeah, I'm all online. <laughs> Sean, other than the uh, the D&D podcast, you also throw Frisbees I on the I do throw Frisbees on the internet at OB Disc Golf everywhere except Instagram, OB underscore Disc Golf. I'm going to talk to you guys about our friends at the Anchor Persons Podcast. Greg and Gene, uh, longtime friends of the show. Uh, they do a great news show for people who hate mm-hmm. news shows. Have you ever watched... Uh, Chris Cuomo and been like, I don't think that guy should be on TV anymore. <laughs> for some reason, like just just it came to mind for you at some point. It's like I'm sick of Andrew Cuomo. I'm sick of your Sean Hannitys, your your Jake Tapper. Sorry, Jake, you're not in the same class as Sean Hannity. But like, <laughs> I'm tired of these like news shows. I don't want to watch the local news. I want something a little bit different. Greg and Gene have you covered with stories about butt science, uh, food crimes, Estonian sports, Spanish art restoration. Uh, It is a great show, great wordplay. If you like our show, you're going to love their show. And even if you don't like our show, if you've been hate listening to us for the last two and a half years, do yourself a favor and try the Anchor Persons podcast, uh, available on Apple Podcasts and most major podcasting platforms. They just did an all Jeff Goldblum episode. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I sort of lost the plot a little bit. I listened to that one and I was like, oh, there's so much Jeff going on here. I I, I went down the wrong Jeff. 
I think what happened was I was listening to it while I was working, uh-huh. and uh, and at some point I came back and I was like, "There's been some Jeff Goldblum development in the last like five minutes when I dropped out, and I need to go back and listen to it." <laughs> but, but that's the thing is that it's such an entertaining show. I had no problem going back and re-listening yeah. to that section of the show because yeah. it's so good. All right, guys, say goodbye to the gentle listeners. Bye, Bye. for Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moose team. Moose. My name's Matt Casnell, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. That was a normal-length move right there, guys. <laughs> we did it. Ooh.